0: The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International. And I'm going to be filling in for Pastor Chris this week. And I'm so excited to be speaking with you again here on the Prophetic Voice of Our Time. Those of you who have been following us will know that now Pastor Chris is in the Philippines. And she's their training leader. She's there operating a power to transform that nation. And that's something that's so exciting. So continue to cover her in prayer As she goes out there to preach the gospel and train the next generation of leaders in the Philippines. And something that is so exciting is that we as a ministry and we as this nation, we have seeds in the ground all around the world. And these seeds that are being sown in the Philippines, we are going to reap them back in this nation. So that is so exciting, and I know that as Pastor Chris, when she comes back, she's going to have such a miraculous testimony to share with us of what God has been doing overseas. And as always, if you want to support this ministry or you want to support her mission overseas right now as she is there, then you can go to our website, SOGMI.org slash donate. And if you want it to go to the mission trip, you can just leave a note in your donation saying that it's for the Philippines. And again, that is Sogmi.org/slash donate. But as I said before, I am so excited to be speaking before you because God is on the move and He is really paving the way for the body of Christ to step into authority. Okay, God promised us that this season we're gonna leap into the supernatural. That's what He said and spoke over this year. And so a leap, it's not a slow crawl. It's not a gradual increase. It means that it's a big jump. We were on the ground before, and now we've been lifted up into the supernatural, okay? Acceleration and manifestations, they are here now. And something that Pastor Chris has been talking about is that there's going to be a lot of upheavals. There's going to be a lot of replacements. There's going to be a lot of things going on, even in the nations. Now we see How over there in Europe, in Ukraine, in Russia, there's a lot of things happening. A lot of things are changing and shifting around. And as these things are happening, I want to remind you that Jesus told us in the last days there was going to be wars and rumors of wars, right? But understand, despite the fact that the nations and the kings of the earth might make their plans, might make their schemes, in the end... God is the one who's sitting on the throne. So I encourage you, continue to cover the nations, including the situation going on in Europe, with the blood of Jesus. Continue to pray over it. And if you don't know what to pray, you can pray in the spirit over these situations as well. Okay, Something that we have been decreeing is that God is going to take this situation and he's going to turn it around for good. And that the fire of revival is going to sweep across Russia. The fire of revival is going to sweep across Ukraine. And I thank you, Lord, that those nations will never be the same again. And I thank you, God, that your divine intervention is going to sweep into that situation and transform it. That everybody will look at it and they'll know that only the hand of God could have turned the situation around. And the amazing thing is when you're praying in the Spirit, you're praying the perfect prayer that God has. For any situation, it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So you pray in the Spirit, you're praying God's perfect will. You're praying the perfect prayer that needs to be prayed. And so understand, it's so important that we're specific in our prayers and we're not presumptuous, right? We don't know what God's plan is. So that's why it's useful to pray The perfect prayer over a situation. And what will happen is that you can ask God for interpretation. And then God will reveal to you that which you've been praying for. And now you have a direction. Now you have the direction of how to pray over those situations. And then it says in verse 28, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So in every situation, God is working for the good of his church. In every situation, he's working for the good of his church. So don't fret. Don't be dismayed. Know that God is in control. Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 24, verse 4, Watch that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and of rumors of wars. But see to it that you are not alarmed. <laughs> Let me say that again, right? See to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All of these are the beginning of birth pains. What does that mean, that God is birthing something in the earth, and he's going to use this situation to reposition the nations as part of this great transfer of wealth, influence, affluence that he has for the body of Christ. The body of Christ is going to step into authority in every area, in every arena. Okay. And then at the end of this passage, Jesus says, and this gospel will be preached in the whole world. Think about that. In the whole world, all of the nations are going to receive the gospel. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached to the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. You see, the end is not going to come until the gospel of Jesus Christ has reached all nations. So, what does that mean? That means we get busy doing the work of the kingdom, right? And Jesus even showed us. Jesus showed us and gave us an instruction before he went to heaven, right? He gave us the Great Commission. Go into all the world, making disciples of every nation. So don't fret, don't worry, don't be afraid. Focus on the kingdom of God. Focus on building up the kingdom of God. Focus on following the instructions that God has for you, because that's where your destiny lies, and that's how we're going to transform the world. It's through our simple obedience. And and that's part of the reason why the body of Christ has to get its mindset. Those in the church, Christians, we need to start thinking outside of ourselves and start thinking internationally, start thinking globally. Because truth be told, the vast majority of Christians, when they're praying, you could say 95% of our prayers are about me, my, mine, right? God, this is what I want. God, this is what I've been believing for. God, these are my desires. God, this is my problem, right? It's all focused on self. And what that actually is a sign of is immaturity on part of the body of Christ. Because an infant can only think about itself, right? When an infant is hungry, what does it do? It cries or screams. When an infant is hurting, it cries and screams, right? An infant has no concept of the needs of others. It only has a concept about its own needs. It only thinks about itself, okay? And part of maturing is that eventually the needs of other people, you start taking care of others before yourself, right? I mean, that's actually what a parent does. One of the biggest steps that a person can take in maturity is when they finally have some kids, and now suddenly there's these infants that can't take care of themselves, can't do anything for themselves, and now you have to devote all of your time, all of your thoughts, all of your cares towards this baby that can't take care of itself. right? So now suddenly, someone else is more important than yourself. right? And that's part of the maturing process. See, the body of Christ, understand, we have a lot of infants, spiritual infants in the church. And unfortunately, infants are not capable of stepping into leadership that's the truth of the matter and the reason why the body of christ is full of infants is because so many in the body of christ only think about themselves maybe we have some you know teenagers or adolescents but again think about where the majority of your prayer time is devoted to a lot of it is devoted to self god this is what i want god this is what i've been believing for this is what i've been fasting and praying for when is it going to manifest, God? How much of that time do you spend on ministering to God's needs? How much of that time do you spend loving on God? On asking God what He wants, what He wants done in your life? And understand, the scripture even tells us that if we focus on the kingdom of God, we focus on obeying God and and following his instructions and getting direction from him, that we're not going to have to worry about any of those other things. Jesus Christ himself even told us, do not worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink, right? Jesus Christ even told us in Matthew chapter 6, he said, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, what you will wear, Is not life more than food and body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the fields grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, in all of his splendor, was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the fields, which are here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worry about itself. Each day has enough troubles of its own. You see, all of your needs, God already knows about them. Even all of your desires, God knows about them. So surrender it to God. Give it to him. He loves you even more than you love yourself. As shocking as that may seem, okay, which means the Father God, the Creator of heaven and earth, He has your best interests at heart. If you're thinking, oh, you, well, you know, I like to take care of myself because that's what we do instinctually, understand? But you have the God of the universe who actually has your best interest at heart, who wants to give you the best. I mean, you're His child, are you not? So if you know that he wants to give you, and wants to bless you, then trust him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things are going to be added unto you. Okay, Don't worry about it. Just give it to God. Just give it. Surrender it to God. You don't even have to worry about it anymore. You don't have to bring it up anymore. Whatever that desire is, whatever that need is, say, God, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. I trust you. Because I know that you have a better plan for me. Say that to him. I trust you, God, because I know your plan is better than my plan. You get in that mindset. Get in that mindset and start seeking after his kingdom. And you can do that by following the instructions and the directions that he's given you. And you do that and all those other things, God's going to take care of them for you. Isn't that freeing, right? There's freedom in obeying God. There's freedom. And there's victory, and there's prosperity. And now, you don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. Okay, that's something that's so exciting. So the reason why I've been talking about this is because the body of Christ has to mature. Which means we start thinking of more than just ourselves. We start thinking globally. Because the reason why God wants to put the body of Christ in authority, the reason why he wants to transfer the resources and influence and affluence and wealth and all of this technology into the body of Christ is because when the body of Christ is in authority, we will turn the nations towards righteousness. See, something amazing that happens is the prophet Joel, he prophesies, about a restoration that God is bringing. It's talking about how the people of God were crying out to him. They were crying out to him, crying out to him. And God says, in reply to the people repenting, the people turning to God, the people seeking out after God, this is what he says. In Joel chapter two, verse 19, he says, the Lord replied to them, I am sending you grain New wine and olive oil, enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. Why? Because at the time, his people, they were downtrodden. They were not in authority. (laughs) Okay, They were not the ones in authority. They were not the ones ruling and reigning. So he says, I'm sending you new grain, new wine, olive oil, enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. I will drive the northern horde far from you and push it into a parched and barren land. If we go down to verse 22. Surely the Lord has done great things. Do not be afraid, you wild animals, for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their riches. Be glad, people of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God. Okay, so you got to start rejoicing. You got to start thanking him for he has given you the autumn rains because he is faithful. He sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains as before. The threshing floors will be filled with grain. The vats will overflow with new wine and oil. See what's happening. Resources are pouring in and it's not just what they need to make ends meet. It's over and beyond, right? Their vats are overflowing. Verse 25, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locusts and the young locusts, the other locusts and the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat until you are full, and you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be in shame. Then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord your God, And there is no other, never again will my people be shamed. So what is this? This is a transfer of wealth, influence, affluence. That's what this was. It was a transfer and a restoration. Now, the amazing thing is that after this came, okay, after the prophet Joel speaks this, this word of the Lord, God says, I'm bringing all these resources in. I'm bringing this abundance and I'm restoring all these years that the locusts have eaten, right? I'm restoring all this lost opportunity, all these lost resources to you, okay? And then it says in verse 28, and I want you to pay attention to this. So after all this transfer happens, after all this restoration happens, then in verse 28, it says, and afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Isn't that amazing? See, so the transfer of wealth, influence, affluence, the body of Christ stepping into authority comes first. Why? Because then afterwards, God is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. Okay, we're going to see the glory of God manifest. Why? Because the body of Christ stepping into authority will usher in the glory of God. It'll usher it in. Because why? We're going to turn the nations towards righteousness. Because understand, those who have been in authority right now, those who have been influential right now, they have been turning people away from God. Look at the kinds of things, right, that the financial institutions that they fund. Look at the kinds of entertainment that the modern media produces okay it's leading people towards godlessness okay and the influence of those people is something that has been rippling across the generations and across the nations now you imagine the body of christ is now an authority that same influence now is going to push people towards god and then god won't be able to help himself but to just shower his glory all over the earth okay We're bringing heaven down, guys. That's part of the reason. Jesus prayed himself, right? Thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And so we're not going to settle until we get there. Heaven on earth. And in heaven, God's presence is so immense. It's everywhere. We're aiming to manifest that here on the earth. That his glory will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. But this will not manifest until the body of Christ matures. It's plain and simple. We have to mature. And you have to ask God, God, help me to mature. Purge selfishness from me. Any heart issues that I have, reveal them to me so that I can deal with them. We have to ask God. Because understand, if we're led by the Spirit of God, we are sons of God. That's what it says in Romans. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Which means that as sons of God, we actually have an inheritance from the Father. And this transfer of influence and affluence is part of that inheritance. But it says in Galatians chapter 4, and this is Paul speaking to the Galatians, in chapter 4 verse 1, Paul states, What I am saying is that as long as an heir is underage, and if they're underage, what does that mean? They're not mature. As long as the heir is underage, he is no different from a slave, even though he owns the whole estate. The heir is subject to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. So understand, you're not going to step into your inheritance until you mature spiritually. We have to, start to mature spiritually. We have to. We have to step into leadership. And part of maturing also is taking on more responsibility. Unfortunately, a lot of the spiritual leaders have played a role in making sure the body of Christ doesn't mature. It's, it's a means of control. This idea of looking at their congregation as sheep, that they can't do anything for themselves, they'll never surpass them, right, is completely wrong. When Jesus looked at the disciples, he looked at Peter and he knew that they were going to be instrumental in forming the early church. He was preparing the disciples that they would be able to start ministries of their own. So the way that we hold our services should not be about you come in, we feed you milk, and then you feel good, and then you go about your day. No, we need to start discipling people and getting them on meat that they can bite a hold of, that they can wrestle with digest that will make them grow stronger and more spiritually mature okay we have to get into discipleship which means preparing people for leadership preparing people to start working in the supernatural and understand we also we have to be the kind of people that are going to pursue god that we're not going to settle for the same old same old we're not going to settle for it it's like no i want the move of god that's what we have to decide in ourselves Pastor Chris talked last week that we should not be spectators. Don't be a spectator concerning the move of God. We've been telling you, and I'm sure you've even been sensing in your spirit that God is moving and he's beginning to move mightily. So if that's the case, rather than being a spectator, why don't you take a hold of it, chase after what God has for you, and see where he leads you. And I guarantee you, you are going to see miraculous things start to happen. It's time to go all in on God. Amen. Well, I'm running out of time for this week. I hope you were blessed by this message. And remember, Pastor Chris, as she's in the Philippines, let's continue to cover her with prayer as she is working in power there. And if you want to support this ministry, I encourage you to go to our website, SOGMI.org slash donate. And you can donate to support this ministry. You can donate to support the Philippine Mission. Again, that is SOGMI.org slash donate. And you can also find previous episodes of this broadcast on Spotify. You can find us on Amazon Music. You can find us on Google Podcasts. Just search for the Prophetic Voice of Our Time, and you can subscribe to us there and get all the previous episodes, including new episodes as well. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I thank you, Lord, that you are moving mightily in the lives of the people that are listening to this broadcast now, Lord. And I thank you, God, we surrender to you, Lord. I thank you, God, that you're stirring up a passion in us to obey and follow you, God. We're going to seek your kingdom. We're going to manifest your will here on earth as it is in heaven, God. And we're going to love on you and obey you in everything, Lord. In Jesus' name, and I thank you, God, I speak forth that now there is breakthrough breaking forth. In the lives of those that are listening to this broadcast, in Jesus' name, amen. And again, my name is Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and I want to thank you so much for joining us for the prophetic voice of our time. Until next time, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode, and if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast.